to this week's episode of the Tangent Trio. However, it's just me and a special guest today because due to some personal conflicts, the other two can't be here. So, And on top of that, our special guest is a secret. So this is going to be some weird um, mystic uh, conversation. Let's yeah, just put it that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> No, what if I do your chipmunk voice? Then you won't even be able to tell if you're a mystery man or a mystery woman. You're a mystery person at this point. That's true, yeah, mystery person. That's what I should have done right after that. Yeah. Um, so our mystery person, we can't divulge a lot about where they work and what they do, even though that was what our conversation was supposed to be about. So I'm going to put a blanket statement out and be... Our mystery person um, works in the industry, so the entertainment industry in some way or form, because we had a few questions about what it's like and just your experiences thus far and what you're hoping for your future. Totally. Yeah, that is 100% totally fair. And um, I, yeah, no, I can, <clears throat> I for sure will be able to delve into the entertainment industry. Where's my hit? Why don't I get a hit? <laughs> you know, pardon me in my early morning uh, wake and bake, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a question. As um, Is that frowned upon? Like, um, in the profession, the particular profession that you're in? So, it's not. It's not. It's, um, it's frowned upon, I guess, before you make it or before you get, you know, onto the big stage where you are in the ent- entertainment industry because you want to be letting everybody know you're serious. And yeah. there are some there are some anomalies, of course, that, you know, people know that it's open. And, you know, a lot of people use it for, I guess, let's say medicinal purposes. But yeah. really, uh, no, it's not. It's like one of the social things, especially in the legal states. <laughs> in, in the legal states wherein people are always, you know, um, indulging in their fresh air breaks and uh, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah, it's acceptable. Okay, but are you allowed to smoke before you perform? No, no, that's that's that. I mean, you know, I'm 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 sure that I would be able to, but I just out of respect for the people I'm working with, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Because if I happen to not perform to my best, then there's an excuse right away for somebody else to be like, "Hey, man, you, you kind of uh, yeah, it's your fault." Yeah. Totally. Understandable. And everybody's worked hard to get to where they are. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and it's, and it's just respecting. Like, I mean, I wouldn't do it if I worked, uh, you know, in a fast food restaurant. I don't, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't do it before I went in. It's just you're dealing with people and stuff like that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, fans and what have you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it might help, though, sometimes because when you're dealing with some of the fans or some of the, the spectators or people that want to see you after the shows even your own bosses sometimes like do i think i need a hit before i go have a conversation yeah is it like more of a way to unwind or can it be stressful sometimes because i i imagine you have a lot of fans (laughs) (laughs) of all age groups and demographics (laughs) yeah 100% they're still sliding into the dm Uh... um (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, it does. It does help a little bit because you gotta you have to stay professional at all times, right? Doesn't matter whether they're being rude to you, nice to you, bombarding you, yeah. or even annoying you, like a you know at a restaurant or something like that. You still gotta keep it professional and respectful too, because you know, you know, like um, you could be a star in somebody's eyes, and you don't want to ruin it for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you but, yeah. if, if someone stops you for pictures or autograph or anything? Do you always say yes, or do you have like a boundary with some people, or is it or does it depend on their approach as well? Yeah, that's one perfect. Yeah, you, you got it spot on there. I'd say ninety percent of the time I'll say yes, but like you know, there's been times where I'm at my uh, place of religious worship. I don't want to give it away. Um, <laughs> Uh, and I've legit had people come up to me at like the place of worship or like somebody's wedding. Hey, can I take a picture with you or right. stuff like that? It's like, come on. It's like, that's, we're not here for that. Yeah. Um, but if it's, you know, at an airport or at a venue, of course, I, I don't like it. Like if I'm actually eating and somebody's like bugging me for it, I don't like that either. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But as soon as I'll tell them, Hey, let me finish eating and then I'll come and see you right away or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do okay do you get recognized a lot not a lot uh, so in canada yes yeah but in the states not so much but is it nice or do you, are you waiting to reach that point of hey when i walk the streets everyone fucking knows who i am do you envision how famous you want to be like how much famous do you really want to be <laughs> Okay, so yeah, that's a good that's a good question. Just like yeah, I mean, attaining fame with what I'm doing is part of it, but I don't really care to like be famous, famous. Like I don't need that bad money type of stuff. Okay? I'm not that. I'm, but I am, you know, it would be nice to be invited to some of those like red carpet galas, things like that. Oh, you want to go to the Met Gala and dress weird? Sure. Hell yeah, man! I don't want to see all those fine fine birds. Um. <laughs> I just wanted to see Jared Leto, like, no, was it? Yeah, he was dressed as a cat this year. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw I, uh, I saw a couple of some bad bunny and somebody else that looked funky little outfits. Yeah. But I was like, yo, I need to get to, to, to invited to that party. But, um. Okay, does I'm anyone okay with... in your side of the industry ever get invited to that party? Or do you have to be attached yeah. to somebody on that side, no? No, they, yeah, there are some people from, from the industry I'm in that they definitely are in those types of parties and stuff, right? Yeah, and, and plus they make that crossover into like movies and things Bitch, like that. Bitch, you gotta take us with you. Don't even <laughs> try. Like, if you get invited to the Met Gala and you don't tell us, <laughs> I'm gonna be mad. Even well, if I'll you definitely... don't invite us, you turning that camera phone on and doing a quick around no, the room, all right? That's the least I can do. I can even, I'll, I'll even come on for an impromptu live episode oh, from there. Fuck, <laughs> man, I'm ready. I'm ready for that one. Hey, if, I get to there, if I get to there, then I'll have that, that, that status, that fame where I can be like, tell the boss, yo, I'm doing this, man. Yeah, yeah. That, then you get to decide which ones, you, which podcasts and stuff you do. Exactly, which ones I can put my name to. But to answer your question, the, the so there are times, you know, where I'm in where I'm my hometown and I'll be, you know, at like the hockey game or I'm at like some sort of party and I can't really enjoy it because, you know, you're trying to walk through the lobby and you have a handful of people talking, but they want to stop and talk. It's not, it's cool and I appreciate it. Yeah. But sometimes it's like, you know, I want to kind of just be a fan too at points yeah. but then there are times where it's it's it feels nice too because it's like you're getting that recognition for the hard work yeah so absolutely. i'm okay with where i'm at but there are some some people that i work with 
and they can't do anything. They're spotted all day, every day, in the middle of the workout, can I get a picture? Hey, I just saw you at the shop. You're, you know, you're trying to buy, buy some broccoli and rice for your, for your diet. You got people, hey, man, can I get a quick picture? So, you know, it's got its pros and cons, but we signed up for it. So, ultimately, I'm going to say, yeah, bring on the fame, baby. But, but do you have a team, then, that prepares you for that fame and how to handle it? Or is everyone, like, just has to figure it out on their own? Um, you do have to figure it out. You do have to figure it out on your own. That's one thing for sure. But uh, we do have people that help when someone needs the help. Because not everybody, you know, like, I, I'm, I'm blessed enough that I have other people in my family and in my inner circle that were involved. Yeah. So I already knew how to, you know, present myself. And I was kind of like groomed by my parents and my family to be like okay this is how it's going to be this is how you need to conduct yourself whether it be at work whether it be at school whether it be at you know your job because it's going to be like this yeah um but then there are some people that will give the clickbait answers and ruin things for everybody else yeah. <laughs> and and then they're going to be pulled aside and say all right better do some pr coaching mm-hmm. um <clears throat> is it hard to because obviously you've navigated a different professional life like Mm. in a work environment before getting into the industry that you're in Mm -hmm. okay when you were younger did you feel like you always had to watch what you say because you knew um the trajectory you wanted to take or were you a little more free and you were just like hey i'm gonna say what i want because you know i don't know where my career is gonna go yet no i me personally i always knew i was gonna be where i was where i wanted to be so uh, I conducted myself in that manner, you know, and stayed out of trouble when it came to like, you know, being out with certain individuals or friends and say, uh, well, looks like there might be police around. I won't be. And then, <laughs> yo, um, yeah, well, um, you're good at running, so I'm sure you yeah. <laughs> you got away quick. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah, so the young hell no, but um. Yeah, I was conducting myself in a in a manner that was going to be, you know, I don't want it to come back and bite me in the ass later, yeah. you know. Yeah. And when I'm again trying to be in the entertainment industry, you know, it doesn't matter what industry it is nowadays, but for sure before I was like the entertainment industry always had the stigma of you know our our people, our actors, um, entertainers all acting a fool. So yeah. people kind of get the magnifying glass out with us. Yeah, and but I do feel like, like you said, we live in a different world. Like everyone's got a camera now, right? So everyone's got a everyone, camera. Everyone's no matter a... what you're doing, someone can be filming you. And everybody's got an opinion. Before we never had a. I, I don't remember being allowed to talk about anything when I was a kid. <laughs> and now, now kids are talking about who should be the president. You know, he's an idiot. He's blah blah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah that's true yeah we, they're just mirroring the adults around them right exactly the idiocracy we see yeah is it hard to know who to trust and like who's a real friend or who's who you feel might be trying to worm their way in just to get some information and like rat on you and stuff like yeah is that hard? Um, that's a really really good question actually because you know um, you always get you always get the, you know, when you're coming up throughout your career, when you're starting out, people are always, yeah, keep your mouth shut, you know, um, your eyes open and your ears open, just keep your mouth shut. So that's more or less just listen to what everyone's saying, don't don't get involved, 
and uh, you know, don't be flossing in the gossip. And then, yeah, I also, I mean, it's tough because I got a couple of really, really good friends, like really close friends. Like I consider them brothers. Um, but then I got other people that is I keep at arm's length, yeah. and it's not no disrespect. They could be great people, but it's just we don't sit at the same table. So me myself, I, so I got to protect myself at all times because you again, like how you just said, somebody might be trying to more or less, you know, try to work their way into a position by leveraging you or, find, you know, turn around and take your idea and use it for themselves. So it's just things like that. But ultimately, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of weird to not trust people yeah. you work with. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of shitty that you, you can't trust them. Even people you don't work with, like outside of the industry, like, like you said, they can still be using you for some kind of personal gain or leverage or even get some information about you so they can release it for money you know 100%, like, especially yeah. like i feel the hardest thing about what you're doing is those personal conversations about your opinions and how you feel about things right you're not really allowed to share them publicly so exactly. you, i hope you must have people in your life who you do trust and you can have those weird conversations with you know yeah i, I say weird because i know some of the <laughs> shit you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i'm down to talk about those things anytime with you and some exactly other but at the end of the day like i know what even just what i found working professionally is every conversation i have with someone i treat it as private between me and them like, I don't share it with anyone. I don't share their thoughts and opinions. I don't speak on their behalf, even though I know how they think and stuff. I don't uh, go around saying, oh, so-and-so said this about that or this about this and this about that. Like, I don't care because that conversation is between me and that person. And when they want to share it, they can tell whoever the hell they want. But I'm not going to be the one to do it. Right. And I, yeah, it's the same thing. As, I mean, it sucks because you're, I mean, you're also trusting them and they're also trusting you. So you don't want to break that trust either. And I mean, that's, that's a great thing. <laughs> that's a great quality for you because a lot of people don't do that. That's, but that's the thing. Know. Like, I don't tell a lot of people what I'm thinking. I'm happy to listen to their opinions because I got, I don't know why I got trust issues. I don't trust people. There's very few people in my life that I do trust. Obviously my husband's one of them. Like what yeah. we talk about is legit in the court of law. Uh, husband and wife ain't gonna snitch on each other. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I agree and you're right. We gotta, It's a shame that we have to keep our opinions to ourselves entirely but at the same time maybe it's good because then there'll be a lot more hate out there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe mm. as, I'm not as nice as I think I am then. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Who knows, right? Because I know some of the shit you guys talk about too. Ah, true, true, true that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> um, So tell us a little bit about um how how you knew this is what you wanted to do. Like, was there a turning point in your life where you're like, Okay, I'm gonna drop everything else, and I'm just gonna focus on this. So, I, it, yeah, I, my my path is a little bit different because I didn't. You know, most people that just drop something, they go chase it. They just go chase it until they either attain it or let it go entirely. So I was chasing it, was promising, and then it looks good, and then it 
completely to shut off. Oh, wow. And then it took about five years of me, like, half-assing it and really just treating it like, okay, so I, 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 I internally, it was a lifestyle for me, but looking back, like, the grind I actually put, the hard work that I should have been putting in, I treated it like a hobby. Yeah. You know, I was spending time with friends and, you know, doing stupid shit instead of, or sorry, do, doing stupid things instead of training or um, practicing or working on my acting skills or anything like that. And I'm just, you know, five years, I, I look back and I'm like, oh my God, I wasted all that time. But then how you said, um, you know, one time I was just, there was a handful of times where I'd just be sitting in my office job, looking at a computer screen and I'm like, brain dead not thinking about the actual task at hand mm -hmm. and then I literally just said you know f this and I I set a little a short deadline I think it was like two three weeks and I was like in two three weeks everything turns around and it starts right here and I literally just shut it off just like that because I was so close before I knew the taste of it and I knew how close I was already so I didn't have to start from day one. So it's kind of a little bit different. And I and I have a lot of respect for people that um, just shut off, like stop what they're doing, drop it, and then just chase that dream. Yeah. And then just go from scratch. That like those people, they impress me a lot. Do you feel you had a leg up? Because like you said, it's the industry is a bit in your family. So yeah. you instantly have those connections to certain things that people starting from the bottom up don't have yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. i had a leg up on so many things like i'm super blessed and i you know i think about that a lot because i see a lot of up-and-coming uh people that want to be in the entertainment industry and they're from script i, I got people moving to come to see me here from France or Austria or wow. um, uh, the Caribbean, and they're like, "Yeah, I want to. I want to learn how to be in this industry, and I want to, you know, be a very good entertainer." So they move here just for that. I didn't have to do that. I literally just picked up the phone, went into my dad's Rolodex, and called his buddies to <laughs> start helping. Yeah, and you know, it'd be like a half an hour drive, and I. So I had the leg up there, and then. Anytime I was booked for, you know, a, sh uh, uh, a book for a presentation of some sort, <laughs> people knew who my family line was. Right. So right away I got elevated status. I never got jerked around for pay. I never had somebody turn around to try to be like, hey, you know, maybe next time I can pay you. Um, or, hey, can you give me a give me a discount, please? Because, you know, like, we're friends. You're, we're practically... I usually get that from family uh, yeah. from, uh, promoters. We're practically family, you know? Yeah. It's like, no, brother. It's like, you know my dad. You know me. Yeah. We're not family. Yeah, you're going to pay me my worth, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And do you mentor, then, those people who come from overseas to start their life in this industry and they've, like, dropped everything that they know? Do you give them any advice or, um, you know, how not to get jerked around or stepped on or, you know, the the things you should say to get what you want? So I, I, or is it every person for themselves? You're like, fuck you, man. I need to go up. <laughs> it's doggy dog. Everyone's trying to eat. You know, wants their own bread. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mentor, I mentor some of these 
kids, uh, what do I call them kids? They're not really kids. I, yeah, but something. you're no spring chicken, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm a veteran in the game. That's what it is. True, true. Uh, <clears throat> so I, I don't mentor them like 100%, but I give them um, as much of an honest guidance that I can. And I like the handful of people that take it really serious and I can see that it's in their heart and that they want it. <clears throat> my, my phone line's open to them 24 hours. Yeah. You know, buzz me and I can help you with something. But I tell them straight up, I'm like, yo, you ain't you ain't related to anybody in the industry, bro. Your chances are you're going to get jerked around. Yeah. I'm like, if you get royally jerked around, you call me and I'm going to make some phone calls. But there are going to be times where you get told, hey, you're going to make X amount of dollars and you're going to get half of that. And you can fight for it all you want, but then you're not going to get, you know, yeah. hired again for any more jobs. So sometimes you got to just bite the bullet and... Not work for free, but you got to break even. Yeah, yeah. To yeah, and then I tell I tell these guys, hey, you're gonna get jerked around, but I I try to teach them uh, how to handle an experience through me, as opposed to them having to deal with it themselves as well. Yeah. Do you teach them anything about like red flags? Like there's certain things people will say, and for you, you're like, oh, instantly, uh, bro, that's a red flag. Like, shut the f up. Right away, hundred percent. I tell them all, and I, uh, I mean, you're you you're you're the type of person that calls people out, so I appreciate it too, and I like that. <laughs> Not many people will, but in the industry that I'm in, I'm one of the people that does call people out, like directly to their face. I don't care if they're in front of ten people or nobody. Yeah, I'll call them out. But I tell some of these guys, hey, you gotta, you're gonna hear a lot of BS. You use car salesmen. Yeah. No. You're dealing with a bunch of people that are going to try to hustle their way yeah. to try to weasel their way into a higher position. Yeah, and I feel like if someone gets even a little bit successful, there's always somebody that wants a cut for their hard work or they want credit for them getting there. So they're almost like taking a commission out of them. Exactly. Yeah, I agree 100%. The other thing nowadays, too, that just happened over the last, I'd say about the last year, and I know locally it's because... And I'm not going to say this is, I'm not saying this with any arrogance. I'm actually saying this like being annoyed is how I'm telling you. Uh, where I am now, people in the local area, the local scene, they think that getting to where I am is like a snap of a finger and they're just right there. You know, oh, like, shit. So, you know, that is arrogance, so, though. Or I think oh, it's not necessarily arrogance, uneducation to think that it's that easy to get anywhere. A hundred percent. Like I know, like the people that I I work with, you know, they they don't really deal with that. So we were talking about one day, and they're like, so just to, I've heard this where people would say, oh man, I want to at least make it where you are. I've legit had people say, to me, I at least want to make it to where you are. Like and it's I, a minimum level. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. If anything, like, that's a bit disrespectful. <laughs> you know, this guy's lucky that I was smoking my stuff because I was like, bro, I was, I'm like, I just, but I laughed. I was like, because, you know, I, I also want to let people dream because, you know, me, I'm yeah. a big believer in pushing people's positivity. And mm -hmm. if you, if you have a dream, hey, you know what? If he wants to make it at least to where I am and he has greater goals, so be it. Yeah. Who am I? But it's like, you know, I, I'm starting to see that a lot where they're not looking for the commission, but they're looking at it like, Maybe they're they think they're better than me. That my peak is their minimum. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. So I'm just like you. 
POS, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, you should, right. Your response should just be, yo, dream bigger, man. Dream bigger. <laughs> That's a good one. I'll start using that too, actually. I, I usually just laugh and shake my head. <laughs> um, Here's a question then. Is it still harder for women? Is there still a huge pay discrepancy? Are they deemed weaker or less than? No. Okay. It's not harder for women anymore. Is that women seen like getting bigger, becoming more equal? Is the pay Way still bigger. different though? Way bigger. So the the pay the pay. Um, I'm not sure what other people's pay is. Fair enough. I'm sure um, you don't all sit around and be like, "Hey, how much no. did you get this weekend?" <laughs> right for our company. For a company that I work with and a couple other companies, it's private. But some companies they expose her, which is which odd is to me. No, but I think that shows um, shit transparency. That's the word. Like some people want transparency. They want to know if, especially I think, especially for women in the workplace in entertainment, we want to know that we're being treated or getting just as much as the men are. And if everyone's keeping it private, we know we're not. There's something already wrong. So sometimes for some people, they want to know. I'm not going to speak for all women because not all is not the case, right? But it is harder and it has been historically harder for women to break into that industry. I agree. And I do know for like for sure that's changing. There's even like well not not mandates for it, but they're definitely pushing for the fifty fifty in the sense of like uh time time in front of the uh in front of the audience. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh I okay, I agree with you. I agree with you. It does um especially in the entertainment industry, like, you know, movies, acting, that type of thing. There's anybody can do it. You don't. The, for example, The Rock don't need to make fifty million, and you know, some female actors need to get two million. They, they can both get fifty. There's, you know, it's not a it's not a performance thing where you're competing against somebody else. Yeah. Um. So that part's cool. The only part I don't like about that is just because then people start. It's funny. I I legit a lot of the questions I get, and it's kind of. Oh, my question is. Why does he need 50? Why can't they both walk away with 25? You're telling me $25 million is not enough money? I mean, we're not making that money. More than enough for no, anyone. I agree. I agree. I agree with you, but it's just like, hey, somebody's dumb enough to pay him. That's true. Pay yeah. Me. Why would he say no if some idiot's going to be yeah. like, hey, I'll give you, yeah. you know, $75 million to do this jungle movie and wear another pair of khaki pants? He's not going to say no. Why would exactly. he say no? I wouldn't exactly. say no. <laughs> and he's based in California, so that tax gets eaten up. He only comes home with twenty million. I thought he lived in Florida. <laughs> Isn't that tax-free haven for the U.S.? <laughs> it is, but I think he lives in California. California. Is the, are there any secrets of the trade or things that go on that people don't know about? Yes, yes. I can, there's lots of stuff that people don't know. About, tons. Um, I can't delve. I got. I can't delve into everything because it's got to stay secret. Obviously, but, right. <laughs> but, but there are some things. If you're telling oh, yeah. our ten listeners, then yeah, it's yeah. not a secret anymore. 
You know, I'm gonna say back to your other question about the women, just before I move on this. You said the women making same or whatever. A lot of the women make more than the men nowadays, but that's because they use the platform they have in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. starting OnlyFans, and then these chicks are making like big, big money. You can add zeros at the end of, oh, of the video because yeah, yeah, they're making yeah. so much from. Like when I heard, um, I don't want to speak about other people's money because I don't like that, but yeah. this person was making. When I found out what she was making on OnlyFans. Did you want to open your OnlyFans then? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, um, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe. Like, she like she legit could retire after, I'd say, it would have been two, two, two months of OnlyFans. She could retire. And she was making it monthly for years. Yeah, but okay, listen. She had to go to OnlyFans. To get the money that she should have been paid in the regular job to be No, no. Because she's getting, she's getting the same as, like, a man in the industry. But oh. then with OnlyFans on top she's of that. She's like, supplementing I, with OnlyFans. Yeah, if I go and make OnlyFans, I'll tell you this. I'm not even going to make... I won't even make 10% what she makes monthly. Oh, yeah, time. you will. <laughs> you got two viewers right here. I've never been on OnlyFans, but I would for that. And then you know I would take the piss out of you so much. <laughs> I do it from the library. Don't care. <laughs> Geo lock all you want. I don't have to do it from home. <laughs> what did the library use a fake a uh, different IP? I don't know. I'd I'd figure it out, my friend. I would figure it out. Yeah, you have to change the IP address outside of your location. Yeah, VPNs. That's what it's for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's it. But yeah, no, I definitely cannot get on there. Hell no. I get a lot of I get a lot of people asking me all the time, Hey, where's the where's the OnlyFans link? Oh really? Yeah, I'm like, no. But either way, I told you something different. <laughs> <laughs> What what's your weirdest fan encounter? Like, what's the strangest request or strangest experience you've ever had with a fan so far? So I don't want to make somebody sound like a weirdo, but it was a weird situation. Um, Not necessarily <laughs> weird, just unique. Wait, that, like no this. other fans of. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, take hear this. This is insane. It's like I, the, the moment you said it, I was like, "Yo, I've been dying to tell this story, but I, I've never had a chance to." Okay, now's your chance. Um, Spill those beans. So I was um, performing live theater in South Africa, <laughs> and and I got a bad cut on my head, like during the performance. Yeah. And there was blood everywhere, everywhere, like seeping down my face. It looked like a horror movie, like yeah. from the top of my, from my forehead, right down over my face, over my body, like crazy. Because I was, I'm shirtless, and as I'm walking to the back. To like leave after the exit stage left and start walking to the back. A fan who had followed me around for the live theater four days in a row, four days over the, the time we had the shows there, literally goes up, rubs the blood off of my chest with her bare hand, and just wanted photos and wanted to hug me and touch me. Like security had to push her back. I look at your face right now. This is. <laughs> Ew, that's unsanitary. I mean, and and I was just like, oh man, like I, I was like, oh, sh- this bro, is crazy. she got your DNA. <laughs> she yeah, she's I gonna twenty three and me you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, right? Oh my god! Oh shit! You didn't even before. realize that. Now I've just made you paranoid. <laughs> Yeah, now we turn on all this shit. Yeah, some somebody in a different country doing this. But yeah, that's the weird. That's that's the weirdest encounter. One hundred percent the weirdest encounter. Ew. 
And I'm just like, oh, man, I don't think this ever happened to anyone else I know. Yeah. Um, I've asked a few other guys, and they haven't had that. And I actually thought I was making it up. Oh, wow. Was yeah, any of that, like, caught on camera during the show? Was it, like, as no, you were this exiting? Was before the, this was before the great camera phone days. Oh, okay. Long time ago. So I was just like, man, and thank, and thank God, because, like, that shit, uh, that shit probably would have been... Uh, like sliding i would have had to block for sure oh yeah she would have got yeah. around it she sounds crazy yeah. she would have got vpn made a new account you know yeah moved other... to the country i was living in like yeah, yeah I don't know that. exactly <laughs> <laughs> hold on do you ever have any any fan encounters are you like at like uh at like the grocery store and somebody recognizes <laughs> hey wait a minute are you joking that that yo you're taking the piss now bro uh, don't nobody know <laughs> who i am don't nobody give a shit and i'm okay with that but uh my stardom's coming too so don't worry hey, you never know. we're gonna be at the met gala together all right you never know. You might be sitting there at like a at like a grocery store, going to go pay for something, and the the catcher's like, "Oh my god, are you one of the girls from the tangent trail?" I would deny everything. No, actually, no. Now so there's there's some videos up, so it's kind of hard to deny it. Or I'd uh, just say racist and rude. Not all brown people look the same, you know. Yes, that's actually a very good one. <laughs> They would probably catch themselves too. Like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm being so racist right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. I'm waiting for that day. I'm waiting for that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna think of you. I will, because I'm gonna think of you right away. I'm gonna be like, yo, never guess what just happened. Because we we have like a text friendship. We don't ever talk on the phone. But if you ever pick, if I ever see a call coming in, from you, <laughs> believe me, I will stop what I'm doing to pick it up because I know that's what will be happening. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stop what you're doing. I don't care where you are in the world. I could be in the middle of a performance and I would get out of there to listen to this story. But... That was a great conversation. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and just me. <laughs> we haven't done this for a long time. We are going to do one more episode with you um, where it will be more of a general conversation. Bit of a get to know you, the secret entertainer. A mystery person. Yeah, exactly. Do you have a song of the week you'd like to share with us? A song of the week? Damn. Give me, give me two seconds here and I'll find one for you. Yeah. I actually forgot about song of the week. Give me two seconds. So Am did I? I. That's what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Hold on. I know it's, it's going to be. <laughs> oh, I'm okay, behind. Do you play it on there? Or you just talk about it. Uh, no, we have a Spotify list of all of our songs of the weeks from every season that we've done. Oh, and you slap it on. Okay, that's kind of yeah. cool. Okay, give me two seconds. Give me two seconds. I'll find one. Give me a moment. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, like literally, like I'm just going to my Spotify list right now. I'll find something. I'll find something quick. Because what did I pick last time? You picked Daft Punk last time. Yeah. I usually do when you're on, but mine isn't Daft Punk today. Let's see here. Hold on. I gotta find something. I know. I, I got a good one. Okay. <laughs> because I'm the. Because I'm a, I'm a mystery man today. <laughs> My song of the week is No Secret by Drake and DJ Khaled. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a good one. Yeah. That's really good. I love it. My song of the week is by The Jam, and it's called That's Entertainment.
It's a really old song. I remember listening to it when I was a kid. I have to check that one out. I don't know that one. Well, thanks for listening to our episode this week with our mystery entertainer. Um, be sure to follow, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, rate and review. You can always email us at thetangenttrio at gmail.com. And we hope you all have a wonderful week. Bye.